0: The Comedy Zone podcast is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Find out more at QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com.
1: From Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast. Email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your host, Will Jacobs. Welcome to the Comedy Zone podcast. We're here today at a very special show, which is why we decided to go on location. Oh, I got a special delivery. Give me one second. My man Shane. Shane, the best server in the business, baby. That's him. He's right there. They call him Sugar Shane. (laughs) Thank you, Shane. <laughs> he brought he brought me a, a some water to sip. But um so we have a girl power show tonight. That's yes. right. This is, uh, we are at the at the Comedy Zone studio. On location. We're not at the Advent studio. Yeah, cuz we got we do it, we 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 do it big like that. We got two studios, right? <laughs> Whoa, we dance. got the we got the Advent and the uh and the Avid Exchange Comedy yeah. Zone.
2: That still studio. works. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so we can we can switch it up when we need to. And this was a week we needed to switch it up because the Comedy Zone is having a Girl Power show tonight. Now, I looked at the lineup, and this is is pretty fantastic. But before we get to that, we have the host of that show in the flesh, Miss Tara Brown, comedian Ooh, Tara Brown is here. Yes,
2: yes. I'm so excited to have Tara here. Thank you for having me. I love this podcast. It just feels good to be a guest. <laughs> I'm a listener.
1: Oh yeah, and that's what, and that's we love the, when the guests listen. Yes. Oh, yeah, right. Because oh, neither right. one of us do. So when the guests do, they can tell us what happened. <laughs> <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I don't know what. listen, so you much listen?
2: that I know I'm supposed to bow to you because you're a headliner, right? See, I, I heard that. Oh, she does listen. does listen. She does listen. I'm supposed to bow in your presence. I My think. message is working. Yes, it's working.
1: No, but Tara is here, and we'll get to because me and Tara have a bunch of similar interests. So we'll yes. get to that. Are we going to talk wrestling? <gasps> you already know. I'll okay. be waiting to talk wrestling. Like like right. I hope he has no wrestling. Okay. So, okay. So let me, let me be focused. Okay. So you're hosting the Girl Power Show tonight. I am. Was it important for you to be a part of this? Is this something that meant something to you?
2: I am so excited. Debbie has asked me this. Is the third time I've hosted this, and Debbie's asked me. And I think um, I have been the only, with the exception, I think, Augusta. This is her second time on the show. But I've been the only person who's been on all three shows, which tells mm. you how deep the talent pool is oh, yeah. for female comedians in the Carolinas. I adore this show. This is such a fun show. It's an all-female lineup it is empowering it's fun it's not men bashing or women talking about their lady parts in a way that's offensive yeah. we have so much fun it feels like a sisterhood and mm-hmm. we have a really really great time so i absolutely love this show my it's a fun show
1: good good and i'm and that's why part of why i was excited to be here too and i love the message that it sends cuz i think a lot of times you know people give women short shrift in comedy you know it's it's like you're funny for a girl girl. you'll hear like and it's like being a comedian myself like it's a lot of female killers out here like it's such a stupid uh such a stupid perspective yeah because if you really out here you see plenty of super hilarious
2: it's funny you should mention that a couple of weeks ago i was performing at the loft in columbus georgia and then after the show a guy comes up to me he goes you are really funny and i never think women are funny And I was like, wow. (laughs) I was like, wow. I was like, really? Yeah, it kind of caught me off guard. And I was like, it was like a backhanded compliment, but... So there are people who think that, but I got news for you. We're out here and we're funny. And like I said, the talent pool of female comedians out here is deep. And there the cool thing about this lineup, it's a great mix of newbies and veterans. Like Jen Snyder's on the card tonight, mm-hmm. closing us out. And Jen killer. Snyder's a beast. She's you know? A killer, yeah. And another comedian who's on the show who's been performing just for a few months, who I think is beyond hilarious is joy wills okay she's not really joy. funny and she you got to check the joy out she's really funny and what i like about joy i'm the type of comedian like you know you want everybody to like you joy goes for it like she will make you uncomfortable she talks trash about the panthers and charlotte and i was like oh, oh she gets she get to it yeah she gets to it but joy is one of those comedians like you know you're gonna say hey i remember her Back then. So it's a great mix of comedians. And I'm really excited. Like I said, we have a, a fun lineup uh, of female talent tonight. And I'm excited to be, you know, uh, God in the ship of it all.
1: God in the ship. That's yeah. a, Now that's and people don't always understand yeah. how much of a responsibility. Yes. Being an MC is. Well, you let talk me a little tell you bit about that.
2: Well, let me tell you this. First of all, I told them I said, look at here. I'm 50 and my eyes are 50. Write big on those intro cards. So <laughs> don't be writing those little words on those intro <laughs> cards because I look over my glasses to see. So that's one. And then memorizing it. It's like, okay, what? what uh. Don't write a book. But you do have a responsibility. You know, one time uh, I had a, c- a conversation with a comedian one time and they were talking about they didn't like that they were going first mm-hmm. on the lineup. And I said, you know, sometimes when you're first in the lineup, it's for you to set a tone. Right and so the fact that you know debbie has asked me to come and host this again Makes me feel good because she—I guess she feels like I, I set a good tone and I keep the momentum up. But yeah. there is a responsibility because, like I said, you have some newer comedians here. This is their first time doing this. You want them to feel good. You want the mm-hmm. crowd to embrace them. You want to manage the expectations of the crowd. Mm-hmm. And I always tell you, well, uh, I used to just love watching you host people because you would shut it down. <laughs> oh, like <thank> you. <laughs> people would be saying stuff, and you're like, "Not today, Satan." Will would shut you down. <laughs> and so I'm not quite on the Will Jacobs level <laughs> oh. of. Hosting, no. <laughs> I still got a few classes to take, but <laughs> but I enjoy it. I and and these girl power shows are always fun. The crowd comes to laugh; they have a good time. The funniest thing is our last uh, show wasn't uh, well attended. We had had a small crowd, and I was like, "Oh, this, I don't know how it's gonna go." It was the best show ever. Mm. It was like telling jokes in the living room, and everybody was down with it. Oh, and we had so much fun. So what I'm realizing about that is that. People are buying into, like, this female empowerment thing, and the girls are funny. So it's kind of fun, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Now, I
1: wanted to also dig into your background a little bit. Yes. Um, well, you may be able to hear where she's from.
2: Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: can probably hear where Terry is from.
2: All day, every day. Uh, uh,
1: so talk to us, you know, just about, like, growing up. What what got you into funny? What What yeah. drew you that way? Just your path here.
2: You know, originally I'm from Brooklyn, New York. I've been in Charlotte now since 2003. And uh, it's funny, I never pursued comedy. I didn't even thought about comedy when I lived in New York. And everyone is funny. Everyone says, oh, my God, you're pursuing your passion. I'm really not. I just kind of fell into comedy a little bit. And it's not a popular answer, but it's the truth. Like, what happened is I was in my office. I do um, uh, media for a television network. And I was literally in my office bored one day. And I was like, I need a hobby. I need something to do. <laughs> and so I literally Googled, like, fun things to do in Charlotte, and I saw a comedy class, and I was like, that could be fun. People mm. say I'm funny, come from a long line of funny folks, and mm. I took the comedy class here at the Comedy Zone, and five years later, here we are, and I am wow. having a blast.
1: Wow. And so
2: I now get to – and I do my, – my style of comedy is I perform clean comedy. So in addition to shows I'm – People book me on. I am really blessed to host a clean comedy brunch series here at the Comedy Zone. That's right. And I'm really proud of that show because it's uh, probably one of the only shows in Charlotte where you can bring kids. I have mm-hmm. a lot of kids. I in brought my, my son to. There you, you go. That's and right. So, we had a good time. Okay, and we didn't damage him, right? And he didn't. He's he okay. didn't budge. Uh-huh. He was
1: looking locked in. Yeah. He was. He was all into the show. Yeah,
2: because your wife looked like she don't play, and I don't want any problems. out <laughs> she of She definitely does. Oh, okay, that's yeah. a that's fair not, assessment yeah, of my yeah, wife. Yeah, you go. heard the stories. Yeah. So, but the fun thing about that show, and I, um and I tell people, they always ask me, "Can I do the show?" And I said, "If you can tell the jokes you're going to tell at my show to your mom and your pastor,
1: then I will consider you
2: for being on this show." but I'm having a, I'm having a good time, and I've been blessed, and I get to travel around the country and, and do comedy, and who doesn't love that?
1: right? Absolutely. And I think that, like clean comedy is there's a level of skill involved in that. Uh, you really do. It really puts an emphasis on craftsmanship, because I think a lot of times people can lean on expletives yes. and lean on this sort of dirty energy and this kind of thing where you can't just fall on that when you're doing clean work. It's true. It's its own challenge.
2: You know, it's interesting because a lot of um, questions you see a lot uh, people ask is what defines clean? And clean means different things to different people. Mm. At my show, I don't have profanity, vulgarity, or innuendo. Mm. What I thought was really interesting, I came here when they did the Dry Bar show. And the Dry Bar is just all clean comics. They did a lot of innuendo, which I thought was really interesting. It was still clean, mm-hmm. but it was innuendo. And I said, it was fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally don't have it at my show because, like I said, I'm just sensitive to the kids. Mm. Um, but... I think also, and people say that to me, like, wow, it must be so hard to work clean. And I said, it really isn't for me because my daily life isn't like, hey, F you and F you too and mm-hmm. F you mama. Like, I don't talk like that. So I just kind of come talk. to it with how I talk to people. See, that's how you hear New York talk. That's talk how I talk, so I talk to talk people. To people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I do agree with you. I think it requires a skill. And... Similar to how women get a bad rap, clean comedians get a bad rap, mm-hmm. and people say, "Oh, clean comedy is not funny." And I was like, "Okay, um, we'll have this conversation after I come back from the bank cashing a check from a clean right, comedy show." Right. <laughs> <So> yeah, you <laughs> you keep going on.
1: <laughs> you might want to look up Brian Regan. Exactly, yeah, exactly. it's some, exactly, exactly. yeah, some beasts out here. And uh, I Eddie
2: never clean. forget. I just want to add this. Mm-hmm. Uh, years, years ago, I never remember Eddie Murphy talked as he was at the height of his career. And he said, you know, clean comedy will make more money than dirty comedy ever will. And he said, look at my career versus look at Bill Cosby. Let's forget the other side. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) You know what I mean? But he was right. Some give and take there. Give and take, yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, if
1: you look at those two. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a good point, man. Cosby before this. Yeah, with a Ruthian and
2: stuff, you know.
1: You remember uh, uh, Cosby's, uh, I think it was the himself special when he dropped the a hole. Mm-hmm. word and everybody went like oh, oh whoa God. wait yeah. a second Cosby just said a-hole That's yeah. th- that was like a big deal yeah. you know? and then Eddie murphy's dropping f bombs and all the other
2: and and the other thing too which i think is important to get across is i work clean but i enjoy all kinds of comedy mm. and i can take anything in its place mm-hmm. uh, for me when it gets too gratuitous it 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 just loses something for me, uh-huh. but I love all comedy and I love all comedians and I learn from everybody. I think you would be crazy to just kind of pigeonhole yourself as because I do this, I only need to focus on clean comedians. I love watching people stage present. The Dave Chappelle <laughs> specials were just brilliant, and it's just like I want to do that one day. I love when I get to work with headliners, and I just you you leave you like I want to be good like that, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, clean, dirty, whatever. But watching. A headline a command an audience, I don't care how you work. Mm-hmm. I want to learn how to do that, yeah, you know
1: yeah and and that's and I think that's important that you said that because I think sometimes you hear. You know a person say that they perform clean and everything else, and you assume that that's all they enjoy, mm-hmm. and you can't have a good time
2: around you know, it's no, stuff yeah. that comes
1: with that, yeah. So, it was good for you to clear that up because I think there's a misconception about clean people in comics,
2: yeah. People, uh, a lot of times I have friends around me, they're like, they won't curse around me. I'm like, live your life, <laughs> do you? <laughs> she's from Brooklyn, from Brooklyn. It's I've all heard all. it all, she's heard it, I've heard yeah. it, not Brooklyn
1: now, them. Brooklyn then, yes, <laughs> Black <Bed's, laughs>
2: Brooklyn, back <Bedstein>, Brownsville, <laughs> yes,
1: back when it was still black. People there,
2: exactly. What was all gentrified
1: <laughs> before it got gentrified? Actually,
2: when I was leaving, they used to like sell in the building I lived in, they sold like crack in the lobby. And then, as the week I was leaving, there was like some puppies moving in. I was like, wow, this neighborhood Damn. really now, this, now they're selling opioids, yeah, yuppies, not puppies. yes, exactly. There you go, high designer opioids in go. the lobby. There you go.
1: Well, but that's so then. You know, growing up, you talked a little bit about your background. Yes. You said you have funny people in your family.
2: My mother and my grandfather. My grandfather was really funny. Like, mm. he was just... Do you ever have people who just don't... Like, you always hear, they didn't try to be funny, and they were funny. My
1: grandfather, yep. Same yeah, thing. And,
2: and I tell you, if I have any regret about anything, is that my grandfather never got to see me do comedy. Oh, yeah. Because he is just... He just set it all off for the family. And... uh <laughs> it was just funny. <laughs> so it hurts my heart that he's never seen it. And then with my mom, she's really funny, and I always tell this story. I kind of take my mom with me on the road when I go places. And I remember one time performing at a casino in Va- in uh, Laughlin, Nevada, and they lit the stage in a way I couldn't see anything. It was so hmm. bright. But I heard my mother's laughter, and that just hmm. felt like everything. That made my mom laugh, you yeah, know, and wow. that was kind of cool. So That's, Now,
1: was your family on board from the jump? Or did it take him a little while to support this vision?
2: My mother didn't really quite get it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm an only child. I'm really close to my mom. And she, I said, you know, I'm doing this thing. She said, oh, okay. And, like, she just left it there. And then she said, oh, you're kind of serious about this. I said, I think a little bit. I think it got real for her when, like, I was performing in casinos. And she was oh, like, uh-oh. oh, Hey, look, okay. them slots. They, yeah. they know yeah, them slots Yeah, exactly. Now. And she was like, <laughs> I think I want to go with you. And I was like, okay. <laughs> You know, yeah, all of a but she's interested. Yeah, she's interested you check it out. Now, <laughs> and now now she goes places. The hard part now is when I'm with it. Like my daughter does comedy, I'm like, stop telling people that because then they, then so what ends up happening? Everybody. What happens is you talk to her, I got a joke you can use. Okay. And it's like, Here we go. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> no thank you. That happened. And that
1: people always do all
2: that. the time. I, a lady recently told me a joke about UNIF, UNICEF malnutrition and sex, and I was like. <laughs> No, that's all you. I'm Woof, not going to use that one. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, why people be thinking you want to use? Yeah, she was <laughs> proud of it, too. I was like, no, I'm good.
1: I'm and there's okay. very few other professions where people do that. Like, yeah. you don't go to a restaurant and go back in the kitchen <laughs> and be like, right. look, I see what you want to put in there. Yeah. Yeah. But just, like, I got a little something I want you to try. <laughs> like, I, like what exactly. you, <laughs> I like what you did with my taxes there, but what if you <laughs> What if you did this? What if you did that? <laughs> well, what yeah, the, that not, what, the surgeon, like, I see the cut you want to make, but just hold on a second. Let me tell you. <laughs> It is the craziest thing. <laughs> but they're very comfortable doing it with yeah. us.
2: So I think she got into it. Um, and like I said, I come from more of a smaller family. So it's just me and my mom. And then my grandmother. Like, it was kind of cool. She's never seen me perform. So I took her like a link, a video. And she's like, TT, this is good. Like she was surprised. And so I was like, it's kind of cool. I got an aunt who's a little shady, but we won't talk about her. Oh, oh. <laughs>
1: we'll talk about her in the next Yeah, segment. we'll talk yeah, about we're her the next <laughs> time. Yeah. How long we at? are we good? Are we good? We, we are, uh, let's see, hold on. We are probably 15 minutes from showtime. Oh, okay. So okay. we'll take a break and then come back? Quick yeah, we'll break. take a break. Yeah. And then we'll see who else we can wrangle up to, yes. to come on yeah. in. Yeah. And then we'll be back. Let's do that. All right. Yay. We'll be back.
0: Soreness and pain isn't always the result of activity. This is a 60-second wellness tip powered by Ortho Carolina. Prolonged sitting in a car or at your job aggravates muscles and joints and can cause pain. A standing desk can help. The key to alleviating the discomfort that sitting can cause is changing positions more frequently during the day. Alternating between sitting and standing at your desk, in addition to taking walk breaks and stretching, can work to loosen those tight muscles and joints. The perfect standing desk should be high enough so your computer keyboard is at elbow level and your monitor at face level to avoid neck strain. Before you start standing at your desk, Take into consideration any knee or foot injuries and wear flat, comfortable shoes. This has been your 60-second wellness tip powered by Ortho Carolina, official team physicians of the Carolina Panthers and proud sponsor of the Queen City Podcast Network. For more tips or to make an appointment, visit OrthoCarolina.com. Admit it, staying informed is hard. There is so much information, it's hard to find content that speaks right to you. And local radio has left Charlotte behind. What if there was one place where you could find news, entertainment, sports, music, food, and comedy created in and all about the place you call home? this is the Charlotte Newsmakers Podcast. The Charlotte Podcast. This is John. And this is Miller. There's good all around us. Let's hear about it. Welcome to Do Good Charlotte. The Yelp Charlotte Podcast. Welcome to Fun With Failure.
1: This is your man, Colin Cole. And I'm bringing to you the Players Report. Welcome to the Comedy
0: Zone Podcast. All right, we're back with Prime After Prime. The co Coworking Podcast. 1K, the 1,000-second podcast. Another episode of Cheers, Charlotte. Thanks for being with us. My name's Brian LaFontaine. This is You May Have Seen. This is the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina, changing the way Charlotte listens at QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com. Podcast Network.com.
1: Welcome back to the Comedy Zone podcast. Oh, we got another very special guest. We've been sitting with Tara Brown for a little while now. Also now in the building, Comedian Jen Snyder is here. We we was talking about you earlier. (laughs) Oh, good things, I hope. Well, absolutely good things. We said we were talking about how sometimes people assume that women are not funny. And I said, Uh. if you a comic like me that's been out here, it's some Killers. Yeah. And when Tara named your name, I said that's a yeah. killer. A killer. Yeah. Nice. Yes, yes. It nice.
2: just nice. hit me too. You're the you're the other comedian on this show who's been on this girl power show more than once. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Debbie loves me. Debbie looks out for me. I appreciate that about Debbie Millwater. No, but you are a beast. That's why you want <laughs> That's yeah, Absolutely. I mean, beast. look, you
1: you helping her out too now. Right? Yeah, you are. <laughs> it ain't a one way street. Yeah. there's a beast. I've no. always
3: respected and admired her work because she's clean. You. She's so clean. Are you, are you? No, she can go to your mom's house. She can go to she church. Can. I can. Me, you can only. I mean, you can <laughs> take me to your mom's house. <laughs> <laughs> she'll love me, but she'll feel some type of way about it. <laughs> I don't <her>. even <laughs> think they can put you out front of a church. Uh, no, yeah. You can't really be that close. <laughs> Come on, babies. <laughs>
1: But, Jed, I want I want the uh, listeners to to know your background how'd you get into this where you're from mm-hmm. kind of your journey here
3: um, so I'm from Columbia South Carolina so a good a whole hour and a half away from here that's right I've, I've traveled very far tonight <laughs> <laughs> and uh I man the first time I ever did comedy, I was in middle school. I was like thirteen it was seventh grade they had a competition like a uh, what a talent show. And I wanted to sing, but my mom was like, I think you're funnier than you can sing. Oh, wow. Ooh, I don't. She didn't cool. mean it mean. No. My mom swears she didn't say that, but I'm like, I just. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> all. I remember
1: you saying that. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs>
3: and so I did it, and mom was right, and I won, and I got to do like three assemblies the next day. So that meant no school, no class the next day. Wow. Just got to entertain people, and I was like, yeah, that's so for me. You knew then. Yeah. Wow, and then I did nothing with it in my twenties, like you did. <laughs> <No. know? laughs> <laughs> really, what's the hurry? Yeah, <laughs> waste your life. I mean, why you got it?
1: Now, was your family supportive of it when oh. you first started?
3: They're still. I, I live in my mom and daddy house right now. They're most supportive of it of anybody. <laughs> like, that's like, about as
1: supportive as you can get. get really, anymore. they yeah, literally
3: support it in the sense that I don't have to pay <laughs> rent. Right, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Sponsored by mom and dad. I need to shout them out. Uh, they're yeah. part yeah. of my, Definitely. my deal. <laughs> No, they're very supportive. My whole family, though, like um, the first real big co- cross country tour, I did. Uh, my family that Christmas, we were like, "Oh, we're gonna adopt a family." So everybody like chipped in money, and I thought that's what we we're gonna do. And my family gave it to me so I could go oh, on wow. my tour. Wow, wow, very that's, humbling. Yeah, yeah. So they really been in your corner. yeah. They always cool.
1: like and it, and it's such an advantage to have. That, it is because I know yeah. so many comics that don't, and it's it's tougher when imagine. the unit at home. Doesn't yeah. support and your family doesn't support. Oh, yeah. So that's that's golden to have. I'm that.
3: blessed. I'm very blessed. My mom treat, acts like I'm famous now. I'm like, Mama, the lady in the grocery store don't care. <laughs> <laughs> she really don't care that I'm a comedian. Please don't
2: tell her. But that's what mothers do and they yeah. gotta do that. Oh, I love her for it. Like yeah. she's she's my rock. That's
1: yeah. mm. now now uh Tara was saying earlier that she had a lot of funny people in her family growing up. Was that the same thing for you, or where do you think this came from?
3: Oh yeah, my brother's hilarious. He's <laughs> he's way funnier than me. Thank God for Stop his that. crippling wow. shyness. I can't yes. even imi- imagine that. Oh, he's an extra I can't either. He's quiet. He's that guy at Thanksgiving you want to sit right next to because he's not going to throw loud shade. He's just going to throw that little tiny umbrella shade that pops up <laughs> out of nowhere. That's the know? best shade. It's, uh, that's what I'm talking best about. Shade. He taught me to be clever. He taught me to be scathing. You know what I mean? Wow. Like yeah, he made me funny. My brother and my dad. My, my whole family's funny. My mom, we're we're all cut-ups. We laugh all the time. <laughs> but
1: you're the first one to go, I'm going to take this on stage.
3: Yeah. Yeah, thank God. I can't compete <laughs> with my family. Thank do God. they come to
1: your shows? Do they, ever, do they ever come see you?
3: Okay, so here's the thing. My parents want to come all the time. But, you know, I talk Aww. about all kinds of things, and I'm always like, just – please don't, please don't no. just stay home. I feel your support. But they was going to drive to Orlando. I'm in Orlando this weekend and they were going to drive to Orlando just to see me do comedy. Wow. That's how much that, yeah, wow. the love is ridiculous. I feel guilty asking to be famous sometimes. <laughs> yeah, <I love laughs> the guys it. like, Come I on. have already blessed you. <laughs> uh.
1: So, so being a part of a show like this, now, you, now Tara was saying, you've been in this multiple times. You've been oh, yeah. the girl power show. Is there a, a, a message or something about it that, that makes you want to be a part of this?
3: Well, absolutely. I mean, I think Debbie always fosters that female power as far as comics go. You know, she's always looking for uh, great women comics, and I, and not to, you know... Not that we need to separate or blah blah blah, but yeah. women have a harder time in this game That's true. than men yeah. do, and it's, very true. and it's a different role for you know pretty women like Tara and Ooh. Blair Nyes, and you because know, you got the straight thing. You know what I'm saying? People don't yeah. look at me and think yeah, well, I'm gonna get know. something out of this booking. They know oh. that right. you're gonna get a right. funny comic. Right. That's all you're gonna get. No other <laughs> treats or favors. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like I think with a pretty, you know what I'm saying? Like people are more likely to be like, oh Tara.
2: Well, how come anybody found me on stage yet if I'm so pretty?
3: Well, I, girl, how's, your husband. I'm all alone, too. I live in my <laughs> mom and daddy's house. You know what I'm saying? What, what are we going to do? We are for sale, people. Yeah, we come are. on down. Yeah, we are. We are giving away an electric fan <laughs> and three goats as our dowry. <laughs> so,
2: you want to get it.
1: So, did y'all did y'all have comedians that you looked at growing up and that were some of your favorites or... Made you think more about doing this, man?
2: I, it's like I said, I didn't think about comedy at a young age, but boy, Eddie Murphy to me was just it. Like Yo, he was just so funny. I was just, just so about funny. to
3: say that Raw is what made me yes. want to do stand up. Oh my god! Wow, <laughs>
0: that
1: was <just>
2: powerful. Wow,
3: <laughs> oh, it's so good, man. And you know, you realize the Wayans wrote most of that. I didn't know that. I didn't know, I didn't know that at that. all. Yo, blew wow. my mind. Right? I didn't know that. Yeah, oh. Eddie's just great at that kind of delivery. He just rocked it out. But wow. they wrote a good portion of Raw. Yeah, blew my mind. So Keenan,
1: th- yeah. That yeah, yeah, the older
3: the older guys like who's Damon the ol- yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone. Yeah. Yeah.
2: He must be like wow. a he must be like a comedy diabolical genius. You Yo, know what I'm he saying? is. <laughs> I think he is. But look how he put his whole family on and, and live in color, if you think about oh it, birthed so much talent. Yes. Oh, Jennifer sure. Lopez, yes. Rosie Perez, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, yeah. You know, Tommy Davidson, all uh, David Allen Greer, he oh birthed God. all of that. Jamie
1: Foxx. Like, Jamie
2: Foxx, he doesn't get nearly enough credit for what he's Jim Carrey, done it, to character. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like yeah. I think pound for pound in Living Colors put out more stars. Than any show. I mean, it for as really long has. as it was on,
2: yeah, that many just like it's crazy. Really good stuff. Yeah. So yeah. yeah,
3: I didn't know that though. That's good yeah, to it, know. it blew my mind though. But I yeah. mean, what a great piece of work. Like I want a piece of work like Raw. I want something because like you know when I was recording my album, I was like, who's gonna want to listen to an album over and over again? And then I remembered how many times I've watched Eddie Murphy Raw. <laughs> yeah, I like I can quote the whole thing. <laughs> Pull over. <laughs> Pull, over. <laughs> Pull over. <laughs> What is this? <laughs> oh, why you got the big green pepper? Well, fan But, dude, I know that whole thing backwards and forwards. And
2: so, yeah. But you're right. Like, good comedy, you can watch. Like, it's funny. I went to see Sonfeld when he was Mm. in Charlotte at Ovens. And I had never seen Sonfeld live. And after the show, I thought it was a great show. And then the next day I'm reading the Charlotte Observer, they're kind of criticizing him. Like, he's been doing that same material for 20 years. But I had never seen him. So it was new to me. And Mm. it was a great show. So I'm like some things just stand the test of time. And Absolutely. you're right. If Raw comes on you stop what you're doing and you watch to watch it. Raw. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't even watching it. Watch
3: it Raw the other day. I just thought about the one about uh uh Uh, What's his name? The old guy's wife. He's like, she's like, I want to make ends meet. I want to do. Oh, uh, Johnny Carson. If you're Johnny Carson's wife, the ends is meet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He
2: said, "Here, Johnny. Now we have three, four million and seventy dollars because I want to do my part." I want to do
3: my part. (laughs) I just thought about it over and over and just laughed. And I was like, "Funny." And the
1: funny thing about RAW is you never know where you're gonna be at Mm -mm. when somebody like I was at work the other day and somebody was like, "Eddie, I want half." I want half. I was
2: like, "Remember that?" I would have. Funny Man. <laughs> yes. So funny. <laughs> he, so he, you had when, a bone in your nose this. When he does another stand-up special, that's going to be the hottest ticket I feel anywhere. like he keeps teasing it yeah, like Yeah, I, I need and... to see that in my lifetime. Well,
3: I would go see him. If I would go tour, see him. I
2: would yeah. do it just to say, even if
3: it's not as good. Because I mean, you know, like some of raw don't stand the test of time. Like, yeah, gay people mm. would not be happy. Oh, my god. oh my god, god. Oh yeah, my god. But, but I'm still like that's any of that that's stuff. That's crazy. Me. Come
1: on, and that was the time, like yeah, that you know. was that was how folks talked and what it was. Like, I love when he talks about Rocky. Oh my god, and, we, and I love it because Rocky's a so, juicy favorite. fruit. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> he said, Oh, you
2: just came from seeing Rocky. Right. Uh, what did you say, little Italian man? Getting your little I rock Z 28. <laughs> Oh but that's God.
1: crazy now yeah. even talking about it because it's like, oh, Keenan Ivory Wayans wow. wrote some of that. I, I don't know why in my head I thought Eddie Murphy wrote But me too. I don't know why I they thought
2: They did that. a special, um, oh God, it was on TV maybe a couple of years ago where they were honoring him. And they had already brought all of this talent out talking about Eddie Murphy. And Chris Rock said... Eddie Murphy is still the funniest person in the room, and he said he was with him one time, and a white woman walked up to him love and said, story. Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy, I never slept with a black guy. He goes, well, you can't start at the top. You got to get one of these broke motherfuckers first. I, I laughed. that so story much. so hard. <laughs> you get to start at the top. <laughs> Eddie Murphy is just genius. He's uh, just in his spur so of fun. the moment. He yeah. yeah. doesn't
1: oh so my god
3: and the same thing with like his movies the, that's what shaped my sense of humor and growing up like coming to America <laughs> yeah mm. dude just a classic they coming out with a part two. yeah I can't it's
1: official it. are they it's official they started like there's I don't part know how they' starting about to them. shoot. I want I want anything Eddie want to do I want to yeah, see. Yeah, I'm
2: with you, but I, I don't know. We'll you, wor- you worry? I'm worried. Me, you worried? I'm about worried. I'm worried because it's a just time? a classic and it's just like some things you just don't touch. But I'm gonna you. see. We'll see. And it's I'm, not I'm see. It's I like know, a remake. It's like yeah, but
3: like a different we getting another
2: story. I want a Beverly Hills Cop 4. That's what no, it's I want. Sure. I love real. Beverly Hills. Cop oh, oh, you Yeah, I love Beverly Hills. Banana the tailpipe, right? Yeah. That was hey my camera. he right saw the
3: red clay on the tennis shoes, and he knew he had been running down <laughs> at the oil dead. fields.
2: <laughs> you don't like rap music? If you like rap music, then why you ain't smiling? we going to do a rap together. Yo, baby, yo, baby, okay, yo.
3: Well, we still got to talk about the last one, though. Yeah. The golden child. I oh,
1: said, uh, I, 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 oh. I want the knife. <laughs> Please. Yo, okay, so I got to ask y'all this because y'all are like Eddie Murphy experts, okay? Yeah. Now, at work, we have like a lot of times we have a question of the day, and really just be the black attorneys, but we got a, we got a bracket. So we got, we got like uh, different categories that we do, like favorite daytime talk show, whatever, and we take the little votes and do the bracket. We did Eddie Murphy movies, and we did a whole bracket. So if you had an Eddie Murphy movie bracket, what's taking the championship? What's the best Eddie Murphy movie?
2: For me, it's Beverly Hills Cop, the original Beverly Hills Cop. It's got to be coming to America's It's coming
3: America. It's so good. Talk about a show that launched a lot of stars.
2: Yeah, true. But you know what's great about coming to America? You talk about things before it's time. You got mm-hmm. to see black people regal and royal, yeah. and you think about James O. Jones and Mad Sinclair yeah. and how beautiful they were. And that was the most amazing thing about that, is that he brought that, and we weren't used to seeing that. Black Pol- that, people right. being royal and regal, and that was yeah. awesome. Think about same thing. Go back to Michael Jackson and that Remember the Tom video. Yeah. Same thing on MTV. You didn't see that. And, you know, Michael, ja- uh, excuse me, Eddie Murphy and Iman were playing royalty. And so I love coming to America for what it did for black folks with yeah. that. Like, and
1: this is 30 years before yes. the Black Panther movie, yeah. before people <laughs> saw it. Like, it's 30 yeah. years before that yeah. that we got that vision.
2: You know yeah. what? So I'm yeah, kind of thinking Boomerang now, too. Ooh! Bo-
1: boomerang. Let me tell you something. I loved Boomerang. That was actually good. Yeah. Oh, we got to go.
0: Want, gotta, uh, no, no, no. Oh, we're okay. We got a couple minutes left. Okay. I want to throw want to throw a 12 seed into the mix. So 12 seed. Let's hear the 12 seed.
1: Uh, Bowfinger.
2: Yo. Oh, I didn't like Everybody, it. Everybody. So know right? It. I,
3: I love Bowfinger. You can like my two favorite people because Steve Martin's my right. other. Steve That's Martin my guy. And like, he was the
1: nerd. Yeah. I thought yeah. so it was I thought that shit was so funny. Yeah. All
3: right, I'm gonna revisit that. We're gonna yeah. give it. Another we gotta, we <laughs> gotta
1: do, we gotta do a rewatch podcast of both. <gasps> oh, we got and we gonna have Tara. And yeah, we gotta and do
2: we that. I, go, I gotta out.
3: look at it again. We didn't even bring up Harlem Nights, y'all. I forgot <gasps> about that classic. Oh my, oh my god, toe so having this limping his bitch in Harlem.
1: Yeah. Oh, just take they gotta go. Okay, real quick, with uh, they our guests gotta leave. Tara, where can people see you next? Social media, all that.
2: Um, I am on social media at Tara Brown Comedy. I am doing a show uh, next Tuesday at Pilot Brewing in Plaza Midwood. And, again, just check out my website, tarabrowncomedy.com. I got a lot of shows there. My next clean comedy brunch at the Comedy Zone coming October 30th.
0: Uh, that Tuesday is the
1: 23rd, by the way, July 23rd. So it's important because people will oh, okay. listen to this after, and it's a, it's oh, a whole okay. thing wise Yeah, sorry. Yeah. It's the 22nd, whatever
2: the 22nd <laughs> All right. is. Okay. Mm. Jen? All right, September 12th, you can catch me
3: at the Charleston Pride Show at the uh, Charleston Hall, and you can follow me at JesterGen 13 on Insta, and my website is com, and you can check me out for my shows there.
1: Tara, Jen, thank you all so thank much for stopping you. through. Was, thank thank you. So We're yes. going to do the follow up Bowfinger yes. podcast. Yes. We're going to do Eddie Murphy movies next time. Thank you all so thank much. Have so a good much. show tonight. Okay, thanks. All right, bye. bye.
0: The Comedy Zone podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone podcast are Brian Heffernan and Brian Bompashevich. Talent wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever.